Good morning. Just want to welcome you to worship this morning. Thank you for joining us here today. And as always, I'll just say, if you want to let us know, there's a, an attendance button on our website today. Uh, as we go through March, there, there will be some additional questions on that attendance button. Uh, we are going to have a Seder meal. That's a, a drive-through process. And, and that's going to be how we collect reservations to know how to prepare. And as there are other specials leading up to Easter, that's a place where we're asking people to kind of track your responses. Um, we, we, I do have some good news that I want to share. Um, Pastor Jay has been working steadily to, through his ordination process, and uh, he passed this week. So, Pastor Jay, is God good? All the time. <laughs> it's, it's been a year since we did that. Would you do that as we open together today? All right. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. God is good all the time. All the time. God is good. Amen. So he is our preacher for today, and we continue in our, our Not a Fan series. And, um, and um, I think in the, just the closure of everything a year ago, um, it's, it's different to try to lead that kind of call and response when you're not here. But uh, we're glad that you're with us today. Will you now focus your hearts as we uh, begin our worship together? join us in our call to worship this morning. We are created to live in an intimate relationship with God, and God is still calling all of us into that relationship. We have heard the invitation to a relationship of love. Move us from just a fan to a follower of Jesus. God gave us the only Son, Jesus Christ, to redeem us from sin and death, and God made us the heirs again. Lord, you are the way, the truth, and the life. 
Move us from just a fan to a follower of Jesus. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. You are the true shepherd of all. You only bring us eternal life. Move us from just a fan to a follower of Jesus. Today, the Jesus of history challenges us. Take up your cross and follow him. Are you willing to deny yourself and be a follower? We have heard the invitation to intimacy with God. Move us from just a fan to a follower of Jesus. Will you pray with me this morning? Lord God, we, we hear through Pastor Jay just your call upon our lives. And this morning you, you invite us to consider the question of, of what will we be? Will we be a follower of Jesus? Will we put our faith into motion, into action? And my prayer is simply that, uh, God, you, you don't let us settle for a faith of, of simply going through the motions. You invite us to relationship. The God of the universe invites us into relationship. And Jesus has opened the door for that to be possible. We thank you for uh, just those scriptures that remind us of the role of Christ, that, that Jesus called himself the way. He said, I am the way. I am the good shepherd. I am the bread of life. And as we consider just these words of, of Scripture this morning, maybe you come hungry. Jesus also said, I am the living water. And maybe you come thirsty. And we have a chance to be satisfied today as we gather together. Our culture asks, you know, is God really good? And we, as followers, would say, yes, God is good. Our culture sometimes questions, is, is Jesus really God? And, and as followers of Christ, we would say, yes, Jesus is God. And Jesus is God over all. Lord, reach out to us during this time of worship. Satisfy the deepest longings of our souls as we open ourselves to you and as we Trust that your work among us is good. You take the things of this world that are not, and you redeem them. And we want to participate in that process with all of our hearts. And today, as we pray together, we just ask you, God, to hear our common prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
Our scripture reading this morning is from Luke chapter 7, verse 36 to 50. One of the Pharisees asked Jesus to eat with him, and he went into the Pharisee's house and took his place at the table. And a woman in the city who was a sinner, having learned that he was eating in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster jar of ointment. She stood behind him at his feet, weeping, and began to bathe his feet with her tears and to dry them with her hair. Then she continued kissing his feet and anointing them with the ointment. Now when the Pharisee who had invited him saw it, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would have known who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him, that she is a sinner. Jesus spoke up and said to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. Teacher, he replied, speak. A certain creditor had two debtors. One owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debts for both of them. Now, which of them will love him more? Jesus answered, why suppose the one for whom he canceled the greater debt? And Jesus said to him, you have judged rightly. Then turning toward the woman, he said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet. But she has bathed my feet with her tears and dried them with her hair. You gave me no kiss. But from the time, she has, from the time I came in, she has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which were many, have been forgiven. Hence, she has grown, shown great love. But the one to whom little is forgiven loves little. Then he said to her, Your sins are forgiven. But those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, Who is this who forgives sin, even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, Your faith has saved you. Go in peace. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. One of the things this global pandemic brought us is online schooling at home. From the daycare, uh, little children uh, to the college students, all of them have had, you know, have had a hard time gathering uh, at school buildings. As the pandemic lasts long, most students have had a, no chance to meet their fellow students. And many education experts started to concern about how children are going to learn and how to hang with their friends. As a father of three children, I also concern about that, how they're going to learn to build up their relationship with others. However, if you look closely at the socialization issue of children, you will notice that it is not only for children's issue. Having a good relationship with others is not, not always easy, even for adults. With some people, it is hard, but with some people, it's easy. Having a good relationship with others or sustaining a good relationship takes our effort. It mainly requires our genuine heart for others. 
Fake love doesn't last long. Somehow, we feel it. We know it. We've been talking about the differences between fans and followers. One of the real differences between fans and followers is a genuine relationship. Does anyone know what happened in February 7, 1964, at the JFK airport? Any fans of Beatles here? <laughs> it was the, the first day that uh, the Beatles came to the United States for the first time. So more than 3,000 people gathered there to welcome their stars. And at the right next day, they had a, a big concert in Washington, D.C. And they had, a, uh, how many? Uh, over 20,000 people gathered there. Nowadays, uh, BTS, Korean boys band, is like the Beatles now. They have lots of fans from all around the world. The BTS hit over 100 million YouTube views in September with the song Dynamite within 24 hours. They released the song, and within 24 hours, they got 100 million hits. Uh, the Taylor Swift uh, had a record before the BTS. She had a 65 million views on YouTube within 25 hours. Whether they are fans of BTS or Beatles, it is hard to have a close relationship with the band members unless there are special connections. Many of the fans know all the singers' names, birthdays, what they like to do, hobbies, favorite books, political positions, the books they like to read, the paintings they like, the music style they love, poems or fashion styles, whatever. The fan knows everything about their stars. Now, even these uh, new fans of BTS, they call themselves as ARMY and have the power to make their stars more famous and more powerful in the music industry and even political area too. However, I know that none of them are known by their stars on a different level. There's no personal relationship at all. Fans can do many things for their stars, but it is still hard to find a personal level of a relationship with their stars. Today we have, we have read the story of a woman who came to Jesus to wash Jesus' feet. Jesus was invited by Simon uh, to a banquet. Simon was a Pharisee, and he seems rich. Usually when we invite people to a banquet, it is for good. However, it is hard to see that Simon invited Jesus for a good purpose. Even Simon did not provide what he should provide for Jesus as a sign of welcoming and respect. In Israel's culture, they provide water for washing feet. They kiss when they welcome their guests. And according to the law of Moses, people need to wash their hands before eating. Every time they eat, they have to wash. And especially Pharisees, they have to follow it. So it is reasonable to think that Simon was rude to Jesus, even though 
he invited Jesus into his own house. We do not know how the woman knows about Jesus, but I am sure that she met Jesus before she came into Simon's house. She heard about Jesus is coming to Simon's house, and she noticed that Simon is mistreating Jesus. So she wanted to wash Jesus' feet with her tears and pour very expensive ointment with perfume. So she poured that on Jesus' feet and wiped them with her hair. We do not know how valuable that uh, perfume was, but we can guess that it was uh, a lot to that woman. She was not rich enough to use that much of ointment, that much of money at once. It might be her everything. Simon judged the woman as a sinner. Many people guessed that the woman was doing prostitution for her living. And it was one of the untouchables and sinners in that culture. So Simon even criticized Jesus too, because Jesus accepted her to do that. Today's scripture shows us a great comparison, a Pharisee versus a woman who might do prostitution for a living, and a righteous person as a Pharisee versus a sinner, and the rich versus a poor, a man and woman, a righteous leader from a high class versus a woman from the lowest class, and for the last one, fakeness versus genuineness. Simon invited Jesus into a fancy house and probably prepared a uh, fancy food for Jesus, but there was no heart for Jesus. The woman brought all she had, including her heart for Jesus. Simon was testing Jesus and doubted, but the woman did not hesitate to use something precious to her for Jesus and showed full of respect and faith in Jesus. So what was the reason or intention that Simon invited Jesus into his house? I guess Simon invited Jesus to show a people that he has a connection with Jesus or he is close to Jesus. However, there was no real respect or faith in Jesus. I guess Simon just wanted to build up his reputation among his community by using Jesus. Simon was kind of a hypocrite. There was no genuineness of him toward Jesus. We have two different people in front of us today. It looks like both of them are followers of, followers of Jesus. I can see that both of them want to have a relationship with Jesus. Uh, one of my friends in Korea, uh, who is a Methodist pastor also, uh, posted something on Facebook last week. And that was about the reasons why people follow Jesus. The first reason was a desire to be a person who does good deeds. Many people who have low self-esteem wanted to do that because for the satisfaction, they want to be a better person by doing something good. And second reason was they uh, want to be uh, acknowledged by others. 
They want to have a good reputation among the people. If you do think, if you did uh, do things continually in the church, people started notice that you are doing something good in the church, and then you started have a good reputation among the people. The third one is that we follow Jesus for our success. They use Jesus as one of their resources. The last reason that people follow Jesus is Jesus. The reason for following Jesus is Jesus. Jesus himself is the reason people follow. These days we can see the pattern when people come to church. People started to come to church when they are little, and they still coming until they have confirmation. And it is hard to see them in the church right after the confirmation. And then if they graduate high school and go to college, most of them never come back to church. And few of them come to church for weddings and for baptism of their children. And they do not come to church until they feel that they need to teach morals to their children. So they decide to come to church to make their children learn morals in a good place, in a sound environment, which is the church. So often the church is called as an elementary school for morality. So they are called almost Christians. They're called almost Christians, not Christians, but almost Christians. I think this is the same as fans. I want to ask this question to you. Why are you here this morning? What is the reason? Why are you here in this morning? When the King Saul uh, went out for the battle, the Samuel, the prophet Samuel, went, uh, sent message, God's message to uh, King Saul to destroy everything. There's no exception. However, King Saul uh, came back with lots of cattle and people, even though God ordered him to destroy everything. So King Saul made an excuse. He said he brought the cattle for burnt offerings for God. This is from First Samuel. Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as an obedience to the voice of the Lord? Surely to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed than the fat of rams. For rebellion is no less a sin than uh, divination, and stubbornness is like iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Saul failed to come to God with his own heart. Saul used God for his success. Simon's invitation for Jesus was like an empty heart that has nothing in it. When Jesus fed more than 5,000 people with two fish and five loaves of bread, many people had been following since then. But most of people have been following Jesus because of the food, not because of Jesus. Why are you here this morning? Are you following Jesus? 
Are you looking for a good reputation? Are you looking for a success? Are you looking for a wealth? Are you looking for authority? Are you looking for a fellowship with other people? What are you looking for? What God is looking for from you is an intimate relationship. The biblical meaning of intimacy has a profound meaning. It means the intimacy between husband and wife, the relationship, the true relationship of love. They have no other person between them. From the beginning, God was looking for an intimate relationship with Adam and Eve. The woman at the Simon's house came to Jesus even though people know her sins. She came to Jesus as who she is. She came to Jesus with her genuine heart without making up. Some of you may uh, ask that how can we come to Christ? It is quite simple. Psalm 145, 18 says that the Lord is near to all who call on him, to all who call on him in truth. James 4, 8 says that draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, your sins, and purify your heart, you double-minded. This in- intimacy is what we need to choose. We need to choose. Our God never rejects who comes to God in truth. It is a good time to lay down our selfish desire before God. Come. Come to God. Come into the intimate relationship with God. Let us pray. Oh, gracious God, we thank you for your unending grace and for guiding all of us into your presence and into your intimate relationship. Lord, we want to be your genuine followers, not a fan, not almost Christians. Lord, we humbly come to you with our genuine heart. Draw us into intimate relationship, the intimate fellowship with you. Lord, we love you and praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.